welcome to the Soul Rising Podcast. I'm Dana. My whole life has been spent on the healing path, and this podcast was born out of the desire to share with others the comfort and wonder that happens when you align with your soul through many different healing modalities. This is a space where you will step into your soul through enlightened conversations, stories about healing, and illuminating tarot and oracle card messages. You'll find that clarity, solidarity, and a community are rising to meet you here. Join me every Tuesday to feel more in touch with the beautiful soul that you are. On today's episode, I sit down with the lovely Tandy Gutierrez of the Unicorn Wellness Studio. Tandy is a professionally trained dancer with over 20 years of movement and injury healing experience, as well as certifications in Pilates, yoga, martial arts, functional movement, and sports and strength conditioning. She has built an online subscription-based wellness studio that offers high-end training, healing meditations, tarot forecasts, and a community of like-minded souls on a mission to improve the body, mind, and soul. During our time together, we discuss her incredible recipe for a magical movement experience that incorporates the four-week work and recovery cycle of the body blended with the four-week moon cycles and astrology. We also touch on healing the mother wound, releasing perfectionism, and the importance of finding honor and love for this human vessel that you live in. Welcome, Tandy. Thank you so much for being here. This is a long time coming for listeners who don't know. We have been back and forth trying to get this episode up and running. And so this is all in complete divine timing. And so I am so excited to have you here. So Tandy, if you wouldn't mind, just introduce yourself a little bit to my listeners and tell us about your work. Absolutely. I am really grateful to be here because it has been a long time coming and it really does feel like divine timing. And I love that trust in the wiggle of when things finally come to fruition. So basically I'm an all around wellness witch. Um, I'm a healer, I'm a mentor and a life coach. My calling card historically as a career has been as a movement teacher, Um, but I really help women heal and empower them through practical and magical rituals and habits. And that's inclusive of all wellness things, body, mind, and spirit. Um, I launched an online wellness program in 2013 when it wasn't cool. (laughs) And everybody was like, what are you doing? Um, But I wanted the work to be more accessible. And I really wanted something, you know, as an entrepreneur, they always tell you to create what you want that solves a thing for you. And that's really what I did. And of course, everyone thought I lost my mind to leave, um, you know, a big title work position that had a lot of accolades and a lot of visibility. Um, But I wanted to spend more time with my kids. I have two sons. Um, We lived nomadically for quite a bit of time and um, homeschooled for a while. So little did we know that that was preparation (laughs) for a pandemic. Yeah. But um, I wear a lot of hats, but again, it's focused on the ritual self-care, typically for women, but not limited to, but for healing and empowerment. 
How did you find the courage to step into this space? You just talked about leaving high profile clients and I've, I've read about your history. I know who you worked with and the accolades that you had. So what kind of gave you the courage to say, I'm going to walk away from that and start something that's not so well known or popular right now? It was a convergence of things. Um, I don't, I mean, looking back, yes. Anytime you leave something that feels consistent and supportive, that looks courageous, but really just feel kind of crazy, you know, where you're like, I just can't do certain things anymore. Um, So it was a convergence. I'd given birth to my second son. I was very clear about wanting to be able to pick them up from school, wanting to have snack time with them and not be completely absent and gone. Mothering is very important to me. Um, And I definitely was after a cake and eat it too sort of scenario. Um, But I also had a lot of health issues around those times. I have celiac, I have IBS, and I had a thyroidectomy eventually. And the pace of being in a corporate environment um, with a lot of people and a lot of um, energetics and a lot of emotions as an empath and a psychic were really taking its toll on me energetically and becoming physical big issues that I couldn't maintain anymore. So there was this wish and want of how I wanted to show up as a mother. There were genuine health, physical issues Um, and then there's my partner, my business partner and my husband who has ideas like nobody else, like he has a million good ideas, you know, and he came from a tech background and in subscription-based things as well. And he was like, you need to launch a channel. And I was like, what? No. And because I, you know, it was crazy. Nobody was doing this. It was very few or it was very high dollar investments of like, you know, exercise TV, who I worked for and like, the, and I was like, what, that makes no sense. And he was like, I've watched you. It's content that people need and they need accessibility and they need some real value. And I come from a theater background. And so it just kind of evolved. It was kind of like, we had a really blessed space of not needing my second income at that point. There was a very small window. And it was kind of like, well, if we're going to try this, it's now. And we did. I just think it, it, and it was not simple. It's not this beautiful, like, oh my God, it was like, everybody was so drawn to it and everybody joined. No, it's, it's been a real labor of love. Um, But I, it was just worth it. I'll just put it that way. I have to circle back to the motherhood piece because me for myself, my huge spiritual awakening, I've always been a very spiritual person, even from childhood, but what really cracked me open was motherhood. And so I just so identify with the way you're talking about wanting to be there for your children, but also needing something that fills your own soul, right? And helps your own evolution. I think that is vitally important. So how do you find this balance between motherhood and your career? That is, that can be very challenging with limited number of hours in a day. (laughs) (laughs) How long do we have for the podcast? Um, (laughs) No, it's so important. I think it's important to just say straight up, there's no real balance. 
Mm-hmm. You know, when we're seeking balance, as we do in a, a body practice, um, as we do in our lives, and in particular as parents and specifically as mothers, I don't believe that there is a balance, right? I always think that motherhood is like eight plates spinning. And like, you'll have these really good streaks of like all the plates are spinning all at once. And you're like, ta-da! And then one starts to slow down and wobble and you got to run to go take care of that one. Cause I think, look, I'm a very, you know, clear feminist. I graduated from an all women's college. So when we talk about mothering and being a solopreneur and a female in the world, there are so many pieces of healing um, and understanding that need to be um, brought out from the shadows, right? This is the work that we both do in different formats that, Balance is, we strive for balance, knowing there's no such thing as perfection. So for me as a mother, cultivating that balance, one, is a, is a walk your talk. It is self-care and game. Like you have to double down on your self-care. You have to know yourself, what you really need, what genuinely fills your cup and where those boundary lines are. It will never be perfect but you'll have more and more stretches where you don't feel depleted or capsized or like you walked out on yourself or that other people trod all over you. So self-care that I teach is really because I learned to live it. I was not in a balanced space energetically at all for a good period of time. It is part of why I left a corporate environment. And it can't go without saying, I have an incredibly evolved partner. We really are 50-50 as much as possible. There's an ebb and a flow. Sometimes it's 60-40, sometimes it's 90-10, but it rotates through of who's in which category. There is absolutely no way that I could do all the things that I do or feel really good about my role as a parent without my partner. I love what you said about balance. That's something I've talked about on this podcast many times that, that the idea, what we equate as balance is perfection in our society. We think that if we are perfect, then we are in balance and that doesn't exist. And so I love that you brought that up because I just love to drive that point home that we are always striving for that, but that it's a place that doesn't actually truly exist. (laughs) It doesn't exist. And I'm a recovering perfectionist. Okay, so like, I, again, I practice what I preach. I teach what I needed to learn. I continue to learn from teaching. And I see how drastically the amount of joy and abundance and, and health, you know, in my life increased. And then how it increases with my clients and my members. And that's, a, you know, because people are kind of like, you're a wellness witch, but you teach Pilates and there's some yoga. And like, people don't really get it sometimes. And I'm like, but there's no better space to understand this like perfectionism paradigm, right? Than in movement patterns. Because for those of us who identify as female in this incarnation, the amount of shame and judgment and perfection that is placed on the vessel is unbelievable, right? And so when you can get into movement patterns that are about just attempting, that are about the practice, right? Like when we're in movement series, I always say half-assed is better than no-ass. And like my clients, you know, they're like, what? And I'm like, 
Well, if you don't even try, there's no progress. And the goal of a, a movement practice is actually in care of the soul, right? So we all stay away from movement practices because they're not Instagrammable and they're not perfect. And your leg's not up by your ear. And then everybody goes, yeah, that's great. But you're a skinny bitch with like a dance background, you know? And I'm like, but I've had a full hip repair. I have not been able to walk at certain points in my life. And I also understand as a vessel, you know, progresses in age, those capabilities shift. They also kept me injured a lot because I was pushing the vessel point past a point that was okay. So this shift of, we talk about self-care and we talk about balance and perfection. I just think it's so loud in a movement practice of how to heal that, of just showing up, doing what you can do and letting that literally be enough. And that is balance. Beautiful. I love the messaging. Let's look into some of the nuts and bolts of what you offer. So for anyone who doesn't know, you have a wellness membership program. So tell us about what's included. I've experienced it for myself and it's incredible, but I want you to just share with everyone kind of what you do. Sure. Um, so unicornwellnessstudio.com is our online wellness offering. It's membership based. It's essentially your online wellness center. Um, so it's based in 30 minute movement patterns. They're workouts. Okay. They are macro and micro cycle in a four week cycle. So again, I'm always in the practical magical realm of balancing like the 3d incarnation and the divine aspect of ourselves. So from a practical science-based place, a four-week training cycle is how you generate results in a vessel. You have a week, two weeks of medium effort. You have a week where you push a little bit harder, just past that comfort zone. And then you have a full recovery week of constructive rest where you lighten everything up and you let the work that you did prior start to integrate into the vessel. So people think that when they're working out, this is how the body, this is when the body changes. That is not the case. When you work out, it's preparation for change, but the change happens in a rest cycle. So for coaching at an elite level for so many years and just understanding like how a vessel typically reacts and responds from a science base. Then all of my woo-woo and spiritual practices like finally kicked in and met each other. And I had this like, what? Well, because the lunar cycles are a four-week pattern also. And so Unicorn Wellness Studio, you know, overlays a four-week training cycle with the four-week lunar cycles. So we have two weeks of medium effort. The week of the full moon in your movement patterns asks the most of your effort because the full moon amplifies and jazzes us up or needs a place to like filter out. And then the week of the new moon is restoration and recovery time. And so in that week, that's our constructive rest and it's a full week of stretches. So not only are we going from a practical aspect for the vessel care, but we're tending to the soul and the energetics. So it's got this rhythm energetically that very much speaks to the spiritual seekers. We get there and we go, oh, oh, wow, this is so different. And it doesn't feel, it, it transitions from shame and judgment and punishment and I have to, to, oh, this is part of my ritual. This is part of my spiritual self-care. 
and I can just show up. There, there's a grace to it because of the energetic patterning. So Unicorn Wellness Studio is anchored in the mat practice. It is based in Pilates. You will see a lot of yogic sensibility, but you will also see um, strength and conditioning and functional movement patterns. I have a really diverse background and people assume that it's yoga because it's magical. And I'm like, no, (laughs) it's based in Pilates because Pilates is a healing practice. It was created as rehab. And so this is where it's unique and different as well. The perspective is just different. On the site, as members, you also get a guided meditation every month. And this is where we head more towards the magic. These are channeled messages from my guides and guardians to the community. And they come through to help balance and harness the energies at play in that cycle. So people can just take them at surface level of like, great, it's a 15-minute guided meditation. Thumbs up. But they are also a full Reiki healing. They're an energetic healing. So if members are open to receiving that and you only need to be open to receive, you don't have to do anything fancy, right? Then there is this, I think for healing junkies, I would put myself in that category to be able to have that energetic healing at your fingertips, like all the time. Again, I create what I want in the world. And the whole experience is curated for the cycle, right? For the, for the zodiac cycle of astrology. Members also get a new and a full moon tarot reading. I am an intuitive psychic and a channel. And the tarot is really my tool of, I would say choice, but it chose me. I did not choose it. And then there is also a new and a full moon energy forecast. And this just helps. Our members tend to be Um, very spiritually minded, they're seekers, but they're not super versed in the astrology. And so these forecasts can help be a bridge to give just enough information without overwhelming them or feeling like they have to learn the entire language of astrology for it to benefit them. I really think the format of your business is so genius because like really to combine mainstream with the woo-woo, I just think is so smart. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) It really is. I mean, to realize the four week cycle physiologically coincides with the moon cycles. I just think like, it's such a light bulb moment. When I read that on your site, I was like, that's so genius. Oh my God. Right. Well, I still, to this day, I one like, I'm so grateful when people recognize it and get excited because I can see their face light up and it's exactly what happened to me when it was really a message that came through, right? Like there's no other explanation of it. And I kind of sat dumbfounded because I was like, why is nobody else doing this? I mean, I've been teaching, you know, for years and it was shocking. And there, I know that there are, I know of two other coaches that kind of embark on this astrologically, but it's not the same setup. And so I so appreciate you seeing it because I, my main piece is accessibility, um, taking down the cumbersome walls of self-care, particularly for women and mothers, because it's just hard. It's expensive. There's very little time in a day. So I need something efficient and, and unique and beautiful and boutique and like just expertly crafted. Right. And so everything is there if you want it, 
when you want it. And for our members, it's really like, if it's your jam, it's your jam, you know, like if it speaks to you, we have lifetime members, right? Like they have connected with this work in ways they never have before, or they've been seeking a movement practice, but nothing has ever stuck because it's not just a, it's not a fitness format. And, and that's what's different. So thank you for seeing it because I just realized and recognized like it was like, yeah, because this is your path to do this, you know, and I feel grateful that that messaging has been able to move through me. Absolutely. It's, it definitely shows. And I think, you know, what I love is that you're pulling from ancient times. I mean, ritual was what, what humans did. I mean, we lived by the sun and by the moon and by the shifting, changing seasons. And I think in our society now we're indoors so much and we have technology and it's like, we don't have to rely on the full moon for light to go see our family members. Like (laughs) we don't need that, but we do need to continue to feel that ritual and that connection. And so any way that I think we can do that is just so important at least in my eyes. So I'd love to just hear a little bit more about how you incorporate ritual kind of into your business because you also do it on social media, right? So what are some ways that you kind of consistently show up and model ritual in this modern society? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So every morning I have lemon, you know, warm lemon water. I have my meditation practice. I pull cards afterwards Like I cannot function without these things happening. (laughs) I say, you know, I have a Pisces moon. So I, it's like that highly psychic, like for me to wake up in the morning, people are probably going to be like, what? It takes me like two hours to human, you know, before I'm ready to connect. And so I definitely have my lemon water. I have, there's espresso. Don't y'all worry. There's a coffee practice in there too. Um, Meditation is huge. Card pulling is huge. And most days, I think people are surprised by this. I am on the mat and it is only 30 minutes at a time. I do not get on the mat every single day. That's not because I wouldn't like to. That's because I'm a mother of two and we homeschool and it's just not always possible. And part of giving up the everyday practice was part of my recovering perfectionist and part of my healing to be a little more gentle on the vessel and the expectations of self. So those, I really do practice what I preach. I really do teach what I needed to learn and what transformed my life and what continues to transform my life. Um, I love that you see the mirror of the ritual on, you know, like on Instagram, because, you know, Mondays there's a movement pattern or typically a vessel piece that I share Thursdays, there's an energetic healing. Um, and then on Saturdays is our, our tarot reading. And so these are the these are the key points that that are my foundation and that allow me to continue to grow. And you know, what helps me helps others. But I have seen it, I come again from a like uh, I guess a, a conventional coaching practice. Um, when I started to integrate the spiritual work, it was nothing but transformative for clients. And so that's the work I continue to do. 
We will return to our soulful conversation in just a moment, but first, I'd love to share with you about my favorite way to move my body that also honors my mind, spirit, and soul. Unicorn Wellness Studio is an online subscription-based wellness program that will support you in so many areas of your life through workouts that are in sync with your body's natural rhythms and the moon cycles, monthly guided meditations infused with Reiki healing, new and full moon card readings, and access to a private Facebook group. Click the link in the show notes below to begin your free 14-day trial. I hope you'll become a unicorn right alongside me. What do you hope is your mission or the message that you are hoping to spread with the world through this soul work that you're doing? Because it is soul work. It is expressing your soul in this way to others. One of the messages is to not be um, at war with our vessels, to not feel like we're constantly battling it. In a Western culture specifically, there's a lot of language mostly aimed at those who identify as female, um, that we have to beat it into submission, that movement and fuel is just synonymous with shame and judgment. And dismantling that is like internally dismantling the patriarchy, right? Not like it is. When we make peace with our vessels, we are actually making peace with our soul because what is our body? It's just the home of our soul, right? It's the vessel that holds our unique expansiveness. Like we're, we're divine stardust. It is insulting to be shoved into a skin suit, but we can make peace with it, right? So the vessel is the temple. This is heaven on earth. And we forget, right? It is magical to be in a vessel. It's weird, honestly. So how can we, you know, go to the temple daily? Like, how can we respect the vessel? It is built to move. That's, that's what it's built to do. So how can we ritualize, come back to our sacred selves, honor our primal being in the vessel? And so this healing and making peace, like embodiment work. But I think all of these phrases have just been very watered down in social media to make peace with the vessel, but for the benefit of our soul expansion, you are absolutely right. This is soul work. This is healing. This is shadow work. This one format runs through the vessel. But in the spiritual community, I am constantly just shocked at how not a conversation our body is, right? There's a spiritual bypassing to it because there's inherent shame. So my work is to help make peace with that. Again, to fuse it with like very modern, very um, day-to-day, like everybody needs wellness practice. Okay, cool. Let's make it mean something at a soul level, right? And the second path of what I hope to do with this work and what I'm called to do with this work is really about the mother wound healing. I know that can be a whole nother conversation, um, but I am adopted. So it's one I'm very well versed in. And we all come from a mother, right? And again, motherhood, we've already talked about it, how important it is, 
I take it very seriously. I also don't take it too seriously, right? But the mother wound, and not to point fingers at, at the mothers, because I am one also, but it is so powerful because this is the source of, you know, the wound of, of worthiness and the wound of belonging. Like this is everything. And so if we can connect to greater source, we can heal these 3D wounds, right? But we're still 3D. We have to deal with this incarnation in this lifetime. And so my goal is, again, to bring as much balance as possible into the spiritual work as well and go, yeah, you can set intentions and make wishes all damn day. If you do not apply a practical tactic, you are missing the point of a 3D incarnation. We, we have to deal with being human. And, you know, I'm right there with everyone. I have to remind myself to human sometimes and to be brave and to participate and to do the hard things. It's so funny being a podcast host because I always find that I hear what I need in these <laughs> interviews. <laughs> and, you know, I myself have been on this journey for the last couple of years of dismantling the way that I see this physical vessel that I'm in. And I think, you know, I've been trying to unlearn diet culture and unlearn exercise as a punishment for the body. And I think a lot of that comes through that mother line. I know yeah. I learned about how to treat my body from watching my mother and my grandmother and my aunts. Like this is a very highly charged feminine uh, women who identify as females issue. It just is. It's in our culture. And I I just think it's so important to tackle those things. And I love that your program, you know, pulls people in with maybe a movement practice, but they realize that it's just so much deeper than that. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's just so true. The depth of this work is so important to me, right? It is healing and empowering women and making peace with the vessel it is powerful, it is potent, it is in internally dismantling the patriarchy. And in this one piece, right, of not beating your body up and being in shame, I don't care who you are as a female, it's there. And if you do not understand that it's there, we really, we have work to do, right? And when we make peace with our own vessel, that pops the link of that ancestral chain of shame and blame and unworthiness, right? And that's the brilliance of a lifetime for ancestral healing. We only have to pop one link in something mm -hmm. for it to end, right? In that line. So I'm deeply excited and passionate about it. And, you know, I've been teaching for 23 years and, and the realization of like how I was teaching and what I was teaching, it was always there, right? It just has more clarity now. And for, you know, mothers and women, it, it's just real. And it just unleashes their sole purpose when they get comfortable in their own vessel. When we get comfortable, 
you know, I'm so excited to see what happens when our generation or just the the women who are adults right now who are breaking these chains and, and patterns. I'm so excited to see what this will do for future generations. And of course, my first thought is for the little girls out there. But of course, this will impact little boys as well. 100 <laughs> percent. Absolutely. I, I'm so glad you said that because I meant it like there was something I meant to circle back to. Why is it important that I do this work? Well, it's important that my sons see a female who has a career, knows how to model self-care, will care and love and nourish and bolster and teach and show up for them and still have boundaries about it, right? Like, I'm not going to martyr myself for them. Of course, I will do everything possible and capable, but martyrdom is something different. You know, we, especially in motherhood, we have been taught to martyr ourselves and call it love. That is not love, right? And so it is, again, I graduated from an all women's college. I didn't even understand the power of that and, and, and how it would influence me and the importance it would play in my life until much later. And when I had boys, I went, they won't get to go to my alma mater, you know? And what's even more important is that we raise feminist men. And again, that these things of growth and healing are not at the expense of anyone else. Being a feminist is not at the expense of those who identify as male in our lives. It should be in partnership, right? So when we talk about balance, for me as a mompreneur, you know, I, I cannot do it without a partner who really believes in it. Is it always easy? No. Has it always been loving? No. Right? We're growing too. But it does make life easier for him, for me to succeed and be happy. And it makes life easier for me, for him to succeed and be happy. And so our children, you know, this ritualized self-care that becomes sacred because people will ask, you know, do your kids practice? Yes and no. I do not force it, but they see me practice every day. Model behavior, just as you referenced in terms of diet culture and beating the body up, it really is our model behavior that teaches them the most powerful lessons. It's so, so true. There's something that I love to do with my kids. I call it a meditation minute. (laughs) And my kids are only, uh, let's see, eight and almost five. And um, so I only ask them to meditate for one minute. That's why it's called meditation minute, like literally one minute. And both of them are like peeking out of their eyes at each other and like giggling. And I don't care. Like it's... (laughs) It's the point of sitting down and showing them what I do. They know that I meditate. They see me meditate and we like to incorporate crystals and cards, but it's making it, it's bringing it to their level and making it fun and showing them that they can make the ritual be what they want it to be. And you're right. Just modeling that behavior is really all that we can do and then allow them to take it from there. Right. (laughs) Totally. And you know, the things that we force them, I mean, I'm, a clear parent. Sometimes things we force them to do, then they're adverse to it. So I never wanted it to be forceful. When they were smaller, we definitely did a minute per their age and they each started around three, right? 
I have one, my oldest man, he will drop in. He'll be there for 20 minutes. And you're like, wow. Okay. My youngest, he was like the wiggle worm, you know, his eyeballs are open, rolling around <laughs> on the floor. And I am a recovering perfectionist. I had to just let it go, yeah. you know, and just be like, okay. We do typically as a family practice a Sunday meditation together, it, but it, we also let that ebb and flow. Like if we're just not feeling it or something else is going on. It's okay. Mm-hmm. But there are anchors in the practice. And the thing about it is, is kids are so receptive energetically. They're like, cool, crystals, cards, awesome. We're going to sit here and imagine things. Yeah. Like I'm always in awe of them. And in such witness to their magical capabilities. But I also know that, you know, they've chosen me to come through and that I'm here to help them develop that and also not feel like they're crazy in this lifetime to, to really affirm that these things are real. Our favorite family movie is Horton. Just because you can't see it, taste it, touch it, or smell it doesn't mean it's not real, you know? Oh my gosh. I love that. I love, I I totally identify too with at first when we first started doing this, it was like, I would cringe and be like, Ooh, you're making a mockery out of my sacred stuff. And it's not that like, that's not what they're trying to do. They, they are closer to spirit than I am. And so I have to recognize that and allow this to take form. However, it needs to take form for them and for their growth and their experience, but it is, it can be a challenge. <laughs> it, can, it really, I mean, I'm going to fess up. Like I, you know, we've definitely had our moments because I feel the same way. It's so powerful and deep for me that it does. It feels like they're making a mockery of it when you're like, no, they're not. No, they're not. Right. No, they're, they're really not. not. <laughs> they're really not. <laughs> <laughs> we take things so seriously sometimes. And it's just like, calm down. Let this be what it is. There, there was, there are days when they participate and they're quiet and they do it, like you said, 20 minutes. And there's other days where it's just not. And that that's going back to what we talked about in the beginning. That is just accepting the ebb and flow of life and releasing the perfectionism. And so I just, I love that you incorporate that into your rituals with your children as well. That's beautiful. Let's turn to the cards. Let's see what they have to say since you love them as well. I have Mystical Shaman Oracle by Colette Baron-Reed. When I went to select this, for some reason, I thought of you. I always stand in front of all my decks and just kind of feel the energy of who I'm interviewing and what's calling to me. And this one was calling. I know you identify with tarot. And so at first I thought it was going to be a tarot deck, but this one was speaking to me. So... Well, as you have had messages today, that is one for me as well. (laughs) Perfect. I'm glad to hear that. All right. The card. Oh, this is so good. Oh, this is so good. Okay. The card that is coming up right now is the witness. And if you follow me on social media, I always post a picture of these cards so that you can see them. The witness is such a beautiful card. I'm going to read to you directly from the book. So the card says, The witness observes without engaging in any action. By cultivating inner stillness, we are able to assess any situation from a higher perspective and make better decisions. When we can be present for someone else's difficulties with stillness, then we are able to truly hear them and give better advice. Sometimes we can be so still that we are a mirror for the other. Then, through our presence, they receive their own answers. The witness that has been by your side all along is now ready to become your ally. 
You thought you were the doer, but today you discover that things happen when you get out of the way. Witness creation unfolding before you. Change reality by finding stillness and letting your true intent reveal itself. Isn't that incredible? Beautiful. Yeah. My meditation this morning definitely had a little note about getting out of your own way. Mm. This is absolutely a reflection then of your own practice. But I think what's also interesting is the piece where they talk about being a mirror for others when we are so still. And I think that in the work that you are doing in particular, you're able to be that mirror for others so that they can come into your space and learn from you. But it's really just a reminder, right, of of what is within themselves. And so they are able to come to their own answers just simply through being in your space. And that's what I always try to do as well for my listeners and for any clients that I work with. It's always about knowing that you already have the answers and that you are just supported and in a loving space when you seek out someone who is a quote unquote healer. They're not healing you, right? No. (laughs) (laughs) They're just holding that space for you to remember that you are the healer. So I loved that message. I do too. Thank you. You're very welcome. Tandy, tell us where everyone can find you. If they're listening to this and they're like, I have to work with Tandy, where can they find you? <laughs> what do you Yay! have coming up? Um, come work with me. Yeah. Um, unicornwellnessstudio.com has everything there. So the membership-based practice, if you're interested in that practice, they all begin with a 14-day trial. So there's like zero commitment, come explore, come play. On day 14, it'll roll over to a paid membership so that you can continue uninterrupted. But if it's not a fit, you know, right now, then you just cancel it and it's all all good. Group magical mentoring. So I do mentor and run coaching programs. Group magical mentoring launches September 13th. And there are five spaces available in that. And you'll find that information when you click the magical mentoring button at unicornwellnessstudio.com. That's like a 20 minute phone call with me to explore it. Again, we both need to know that it's a fit energetically. Um, The group of women that are gathering for this is like just watching magic brew in a big old cauldron. For group magical mentoring, we focus on four preset questions to ask of the tarot. And this is about cultivating an unshakable foundation of self-care, an unshakable foundation of self-trust, healing the mother wound, and the wound of worthiness. I have another program that is one-on-one magical mentoring. The group work is the foundation for the one-on-one work. The one-on-one work has a wait list, typically, which is so beautiful, but those are the four most asked questions, right? And so group is a group format that allows you to create this foundation of healing that creates unbelievable upswing and manifestations. Like women, the mentees are always in shock because they're like, wait, I didn't really feel like I was doing anything. And so when you talk about healing, that it really is just about holding that space and letting the energies come out and through that's when the most powerful things happen. So the work that I facilitate is very sneaky, but very deep. Like don't let the sneakiness like fool you. I do facilitate personal readings. There's typically two to four appointments per month and it's a two month wait list for that. But you'll just drop an email on the site. 
I really speak to the long game with clients, right? So this is about planning and strategy and preparation. So the readings that I do tend to be for solar returns or for career shifts, like big changes in their life. And those readings will really guide them for six to 12 months at a time. So I don't do the work where people are like in panic and they're like, oh my God, I need a reading to like tell me what to do. And I'm like, we don't do that work around here. <laughs> and as always, you can find me on Instagram. It's Tandy underscore Gutierrez. Um, and if you have any question about anything, just DM me. I answer all of them. I've, I've lived there for the last eight years. And so people are always surprised that it's me who still answers everything, but it is. I love that. I love that you are personally interacting with everyone. So thank you so much for being here. This was just a conversation I know that I needed to hear. And I'm sure, you know, because we are all a reflection of one another that the listeners need to hear this as well. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. It was a blessing to be here and I'm ever so grateful. I hope you found information, clarity, or inspiration that you'll take with you today and use in your everyday life. If you enjoy my show, the biggest compliment you could give would be sharing it with your friends, subscribing, rating, and reviewing it on whatever device you use to listen. Visit me at thesoulrisingpodcast.com or at the underscore soul rising podcast on Instagram and Facebook. A huge thank you to Purple Planet for the music used in this episode. See you next time.